everyone. We're part of Connections Radio Show. And at Connections Radio Show, we talk about ideas that matter. We talk about today, um, art, art, all the good things about art. And I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And as you know, the goal of our show is we like to get a wide range of topics. And art's a fun one because art opens the door to all kinds of worlds and gets us thinking, gets us imagining, gets us connected. And when we make that connection, maybe we're inspired to do just a little bit more after all those good ahas. Today, we're going to be talking about the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and how they are thrilled to invite us to the Powderhorn Park uh, Art Fair coming up. And those dates are going to be starting August 3rd and running through August 4th. And I have my one of my most favorite co-hosts today, the executive director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, Tabitha Montgomery. Good morning, Lori. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Excellent. You, I'm excited to be here how again. Many, <laughs> how many years have we been doing the art fair in Powderhorn Park? Is it like 37, oh, 38? Not quite. I know we'll get there, but this year will be the 28th anniversary. <gasps> my goodness. Yeah. So nearly three decades. That's amazing. But the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association has been along a little longer than the art fair. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. We've been around um, for over 30 years. So tell me a little bit first about the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. I know some of our listeners have heard this before, but you know, for folks that haven't listened in to our great shows, give me a little sense about what you do in the Neighborhood Association. Yeah, I mean, I would love to. So we are super excited and privileged to be a neighborhood organization um, in the city of Minneapolis that focuses on building connections and community in a couple of different ways. One, we bring people together. Um, through a variety of different events, the art fair being one of them. And so on an annual basis, we host probably half a dozen events that connect with over 50,000 people in an annual year. And then we have the wonderful duty, privilege, honor, challenge, (laughs) and all of those other good things, sometimes to advocate for additional resources in the community, things Mm -hmm. where we are really seeing a need from what the community has shared, from what some of the data would suggest. And so this year, we've been super clear and excited to be um, squarely focused on how do we improve livability and safety with a restorative lens? How do we advocate effectively for a housing equity and justice? And then also, how do we focus on equitable development in our community uh, so that it leads to significantly less displacement um, so that people who are already there can stay there in the, in the homes and in the community that has supported them for decades? I always think it's important when we go to an event, especially one that's being sponsored by a nonprofit, to understand the mission, to, oh, yeah. to understand what's behind it. I mean, it's great to go to art fair to just enjoy the art. But I think what you do in making a difference in the community gives an extra inspiration for people to be a part of that and to to be able to go down and and enjoy the livability, as you said, the the creativity, the the celebration yeah. that your your events take place and, and in, inspire in us. But it's also good to know that we're all connected and we need to support each other and that there have been inequities and how can we help support leveling the playing field because it it hasn't – we've got generations of challenges when it does come to housing um, that we're talking more and more openly about but redlining and challenges for prosperity and economic development have not always been – an open conversation and ones that we need to look squarely at, at the same time, celebrating cool things. Yeah. I definitely would say that and take a moment to highlight the fact that South Minneapolis in general is a wonderful place. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. It is vibrant. It is eclectic. It has thriving businesses. Um, There are so many things that bring us together. There's um, institutions that many, I'm sure, of your listeners are well aware of Mm -hmm. from all of the wonderful work that they do. Uh, Pillsbury House and Theater being one of them and the Heart of the Beast Puppet and Mask Theater being another. And they host the Mayday Parade and Festival every year. We have thriving commercial corridors like Lake Street that runs east and west between 35W and Hiawatha. I mean, East Lake Street, quite frankly, is a lot larger than that. But Mm -hmm. when we're thinking about South Minneapolis in particular, particular um, from the way that we see it. But I honestly would say that there are so many assets, right? Wonderful Mm -hmm. people, um, warm people. Uh, Certainly we delight in serving all of those people Mm -hmm. the best that we can. And then it's the 
historical reality of how sometimes systems and structural inequity has mm-hmm. plagued communities that look like ours. So we're vibrant, we're bold, we're bustling, um, but we certainly are um, a community that have, tip in general, people who identify as persons of color is the, are the majority. Um, certainly there's a range of socioeconomic realities in our mm-hmm. community. Uh, I think that that also is wonderful. Um, there's persons in our community with varying disabilities, um, physical, mental, and or otherwise. And um, we see them as a part of our community, people in our community that are experiencing material hardships, whether it be because of homelessness and or addiction um, and or trauma. And we ser- certainly see them as real uh, aspects and, and people in our community that uh, deserve to be served and should be there. And so it's not just a melting pot and it's not just the inequity. It's the reality of how mm-hmm. life works. And we're trying to serve the reality of our community the best that we can. And improve the opportunity. Absolutely. And, and celebrate the opportunities that are growing. I mean, the businesses in the Powderhorn Park area, I think back to your Shark Tank, uh, it was a great way to celebrate the businesses and the thriving businesses and just the excitement that goes on there as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, cities uh, like Minneapolis and that has neighborhoods, that are extremely diverse across any number of facets across the country are wonderful, just like other communities are wonderful. I mean, I think most neighborhoods and people who where you live, your neighbor is important. Mm-hmm. And I think that we just have this very unique opportunity to try to highlight not only all of the things that make us cool and vibrant and unique, but at the same time, use all of this creative energy Right. Um, And use all of the assets harness and to continue to highlight what else we still need, what's Mm -hmm. still required in order for our community to be very healthy and strong and to contribute robustly to the overall uh, Minneapolis landscape and to the state as long as possible. I remember one of our first conversations, you told me neighborhood is deep work. And that's a deep breath. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's deep work. It's sometimes work that we certainly understand as staff and our mm-hmm. board and all the volunteers that contribute to advancing the mission that we may not always see the end of that deep work. Mm-hmm. And that is 100 percent OK. Uh, our goal is ultimately to continue to support um, and shepherd and serve the organization the best that we can now, mm-hmm. to raise our voices now, to bring people together now, um, identify needs now, to create a structure where other people can continue this work long after I'm gone and current staff and board members move on to other opportunities. But to simply say that communities like ours are not only worth um, highlighting and supporting, but it's cer- they're certainly worth championing and advocating for additional support. And neighborhood is the place where is home. You know, it's mm-hmm. where your kids grow up. You know, it's where they go to school. It's it's where hopefully you may have your own business. Um, it's it's making those connections. Yeah, a lot happens in community. Mm-hmm. A lot happens in everyone's community. We just think our, uh, what happens in our community is super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, it is. And, and one of the awesome things are the art fair, uh, or is the art fair, the art fairs that you've done and the art fair coming up. You've got an amazing group uh, coming. Lots of artists, over 200 artists, did you Over say? 200, like near close to probably 300, really. Oh, my goodness. And then you also um, have Metro Transit are giving free rides which yep. I think is fabulous. And you also have um, food. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing food vendors. We have over 20 food vendors um, again this year, which is always adds to the fun of the event and helps you to linger longer because you can get your needs met in that way. And then this year, Lori, I got to tell you, we're super excited because we are introducing our first ever wine garden and more. (gasps) And so um, Tiny Diner, who is an amazing community partner and a part of the Bartman Group, they're going to be uh, serving up all of our wine for the event. In addition to Keepsake Cidery, which is right out of Dundas, Minnesota, Uh and Drake's Organic Spirits. They're also 
going to be in the wine garden. So I'm serving up some delicious and amazing cocktails. So we are super excited that that's going to be a part of this year's event. It's going to be super secure. We're going to be following all of the rules uh, to keep. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to behave. That's right. That's right. Because it's certainly not intended to overtake or overshadow all of the amazing art that you can access. But again, it's just another opportunity for us to try to make this event as super cool and interesting as possible. So I'm looking here at your website. You can go to Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, which is the PPNA.org. I'm looking at the food vendors, and you've got quite the variety. We've got um, the Reverie Mobile Kitchen. And this looks like really delicious, fresh fruits, vegetables, you know, nummy, nummy uh, (laughs) (laughs) things that I love. The beverages are very cool. You know, you've got a variety of, of folks. I see that – is this um, the strawberry pop? Is that Nasco? What is this again? Wisco. Wisco pop. Yep. It's a it's a, a beverage company. So basically um, or, organic and fresh uh, soda beverages that's right out of Wisconsin. And so our neighbor to the east. And they're going to be there with us. KMC Egg Rolls, which is – Typically a fan favorite Uh um, is coming back with a Spinning Wild Cotton Candy, an amazing vendor, Finer Meats, Asia. (laughs) Um, Just an amazing lineup of delicious treats that everyone can find something that meets their their taste buds. Now, I also know that – and we coming down to the end of this segment. But I would like to talk about in the next segment – it's a juried art fair, and I'm not sure everyone understands what that means, but we have artists from all over the country. Yeah, over that... 25 states, 216 cities. Wow. Mm-hmm. As well as our community artists yep. and youth artists. So I... It's a jammed, packed art fair. I am looking forward to, in our next segment, learning a little bit about these artists okay. and what art they're bringing and what sort of things we can be looking for when we come to the art fair. And you're listening to AM 950, and this is the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. You're on Connections Radio Show. And we're talking about Powderhorn Park Art Fair, and you can go to ppna.org and follow along with us. And if you want to call, you can call in today, 952-946-6205. Stay with us. Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and Powderhorn Park are thrilled to invite you to the Powderhorn Art Fair. Shop hundreds of local and regional artists on serene Powderhorn Lake. Taste foods from local food trucks and enjoy exploring the Powderhorn community. Considered the best regionally juried art fair for nearly three decades, it takes place right in South Minneapolis in picture-perfect Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd and runs through Sunday, August 4th. Join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The success of the art fair comes from Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association's long-standing collaboration with the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board, and a portion of the proceeds support youth programming at Powderhorn Park. There'll be over 200 artists, 20 food trucks, and great fun at Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd, and runs through Sunday, August 4th. For more information on the art fair, go to ppna.org. That's ppna.org. Located just north of 50th in France, the Great Wall Restaurant has provided a delicious taste of authentic Chinese cuisine since 1981. Specializing in Sichuan and Peking dishes, they offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include hot and sour soup, pan-fried dumplings, and mushu pork with homemade Chinese pancakes. Stop by their Edina location or call for takeout at 952-927-4439. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind-body-spirit-emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, 
who made the East Side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And today we're talking about the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association's Powderhorn Park Art Fair. And I have one of my most favorite co-hosts, Tabitha Montgomery, who's the executive director. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? Good ya? morning, Lori. I, thank you. I'm wonderful. I'm just excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. And for those that are just joining us, the Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd, which is next weekend and runs through Sunday, August 4th. And you can join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Powderhorn Park is at around the 3400 15th Avenue South, Minneapolis, Minnesota. We have a youth showcase uh, hours that I want to promote as well. Those are Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 3 p.m. So, Tabitha, my friend, you've invited uh, you've invited an artist and a sponsor to be on the show today. I have. Um, Roxy Labanovic is wonderful, and she and her husband, Tom, are, one, amazing community partners, and they are also our neighbors to the West. <laughs> Their business, Frostbeard Studio, is located in Central Neighborhood, but it's just a stone's throw from Powderhorn. And uh, Roxy is amazing. She's an amazing artist, and their business is centered around candles with a literary twist, and I'll let her talk a little bit about that. Um, but then also they are very much familiar with the Powderhorn Art um, Fair because at one point Roxy participated as an artist herself in our community showcase. So we are delighted that she's able to join us this morning to share a little bit of her experience as an artist then and now. Hi, Roxy. How are you today? Hi there. Hello. Hello. We're so glad that you joined us today. And I understand that you started out uh, initially being an artist at the art fair uh, and being part of the community um, the community group. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, yeah, as, um, you know, fresh out of college, I wanted to be an artist. And that is a very intimidating thing to sort of, you know, breach that community. And so what um, most, you know, a lot of people do when they want to um, you know, make contacts and obviously sell their work is to sell at local craft fairs and art fairs. And um, so there's a ton around Minneapolis. That's a very opening, welcoming environment. And um, what drew me to the Powderhorn Art Fair was, well, first of all, it's a, a great fair I love to attend, but then also just the accessibility and, um, you know, the affordability, honestly, to beginning artists um, with the community showcase it all of a sudden allows you to have this opportunity to sell at a you know a pr- professional um, national level sale, but it's very affordable. So even if you if you don't you know hardly sell anything, you know that's okay. You're not you know, running yourself um, down out of money because you had to pay this big entry fee. So that's why I was like, this is going to be a great opportunity for us to meet people, hopefully sell some wares, and we did. We had a great time. My guess is it's not only great in that you're able to meet potential folks that want to support your art and buy your art, but just being with a network and a community of artists must have been really powerful for you as well as you Absolutely. first Absolutely. It's people, people from the area doing the exact same thing you are. So if you're totally new and have no idea what you're doing, um, you know, they're there to help you out. They will Anything from like loaning you a tent or sharing a booth space with you to you know, maybe they're going to later help you um, design some business cards or help you set up an online store. The the community members in the in the art scene that I've met through um, craft fairs, I am still friends with them. I still am on social media with them, you know, eight years later. So it's a very, very supportive group. And now you're paying it forward by being part of the sponsors of the Community Art Showcase. Yeah, exactly. It's very, very rewarding for us to be able to, um, you know, support people who 
it were exactly where we were when we were starting out, um, you know, several years ago. And we, we were lucky. We were one of the ones that, you know, have had a successful business and, and now we're able to um, give it back. And so, Roxy, why don't you share with the listening audience a little bit about Frost Beer? Because I think it's amazing. And then even share with us if this was one of the things that you were selling when you were an artist at the art fair, because I actually forget if that was the case. No, it is. Yeah. So um, I started out wanting to be a potter. And um, so I was selling my ceramics. And then on top of that, just for fun, I also had always made candles. And my mom actually, as moms do, encouraged me to sell them as well. She was like, I think people are really going to like these unique scents that you have um, on candles. And so uh, all my candles are based on books. Uh, I'm an avid reader. I love reading. And so they're based on either characters or stories or settings um, or just general love of reading. And so at this point, um, this was five years ago, I think, um, I was still doing craft fairs and selling both pottery and candles, which is kind of a challenge because they're heavy, they're breakable, you know, just all this kind of stuff. But um, we were selling both things at the Powderhorn Art Fair, and it was just really fun to see everybody's reactions, especially to the um, the candles because they are non-traditional scents. Like some of them have a tobacco scent or a leather scent, like things that <laughs> you don't necessarily expect to have in a candle. So, But it um, sounds like a study, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. We have one called Sherlock Study, so that's exactly <laughs> what it is. And people would come and smell it and expect, you know, like a traditional, like a floral rose scent or something so <laughs> the look on their face when they you know smelled that leather and the and i love the um you know the people in the community are just very real and honest it's like some of them would be like this is great and some of them would be like this is disgusting you know and and it would and i would just laugh and be like yeah i know that's what you know we make something for everybody like um, and then so it would be a really good way to a conversation starter anyway. It sounds very whimsical and definitely yes. a new take on, on creating that atmosphere. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you also buy your art now at your studio in addition yep, to yep. being at so, art fairs? Absolutely. Yeah. So we make everything um, in our studio on Chicago and 35th and we have a small little retail space. Um, and you can come in and see us working and making them and smell all the smells and have a chat. And then on top of that, um, I've been making pottery um, at the Powderhorn uh, Community Center, the pottery studio there. And so that's a, a big goal of mine this year is to start making some of that pottery and selling it again. So I'll have some of that in my shop as well. Do you work with youth as well when you're at the Powderhorn Park? We do. At the at the community center, the, the classes are all adult classes that we sign up for. Mm-hmm. Or They do offer... Uh, youth classes, though. Well, and I'm looking forward to seeing, are you going to be at the Powderhorn Park uh, Art Fair this year? Yeah, so we're we're not actually selling or anything, but we'll be there. And uh, last year, I participated in um, the Powderhorn Empty Bowls does, um, they have potters, they're throwing bowls um, for the um, the nonprofit that they, and then they go ahead and use those bowls in the fundraiser later in the year. And so um, I'll be around, uh, definitely. Um, and, and I'll for sure be in the community showcase because that's my entire favorite area of the whole um, <laughs> art fair. So if you're going to tell our audience one reason, one big reason that they should come on down to the Powderhorn Art Fair, what would be your big reason today? I would say go be somebody's first sale. Like mm. these local community um, showcase folks they maybe have never sold professionally before and getting somebody to buy your art that's not a relative or a friend <laughs> is like the best feeling in the world it's very so affirming make somebody's day and support a brand new artist i i couldn't agree with you more i've been that first purchaser for a few artists and just the thrill on their face is worth every Absolutely. penny to say yes i recognize mm-hmm. you you are an artist and i want your art that's, That's beautiful. Wonderful. Exactly. Thanks so much for calling in, Roxy. And you're yeah, listening. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. We appreciate and we appreciate all you're doing to support the Powderhorn Park Art Fair. And you're listening to AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're on Connections, and we're talking about art at the Powderhorn Park Art Fair coming up next weekend.
you suffer from anxiety about the current state of politics? Are you confused or easily angered by the president? It's my party and I'll lie if I want to, lie if I want to. Do you have an overwhelming feeling that something is going terribly wrong with the country, but don't know if Democrats are the answer? Chuck, if you just stick with me, with Democrats we'll quickly see. Seize defeat from jaws of victory. Tax extend. Join us then. We will screw it up again. You can't control what happens in Washington, D.C., but you can take command over how it affects you by coming to see the Capitol Steps. The Capitol Steps can provide relief from political anxiety disorder. So ask your doctor if the Capitol Steps are right for you. The Capitol Steps, they put the muck in democracy. Capitol Steps brings their show to the Ordway on Friday, August 9th at 7.30. Purchase tickets at ordway.org. That's ordway.org. Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and Powderhorn Park are thrilled to invite you to the Powderhorn Art Fair. Shop hundreds of local and regional artists on serene Powderhorn Lake. Taste foods from local food trucks and enjoy exploring the Powderhorn community. Considered the best regionally juried art fair for nearly three decades, it takes place right in South Minneapolis in picture-perfect Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd and runs through Sunday, August 4th. Join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The success of the art fair comes from Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association's long-standing collaboration with the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board, and a portion of the proceeds support youth programming at Powderhorn Park. There'll be over 200 artists, 20 food trucks, and great fun at Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd, and runs through Sunday, August 4th. For more information on the art fair, go to ppna.org. That's ppna.org. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, and insulation contractor in the metro. Ryan is so excited about working with AM950 and our listeners that he wants to help us grow. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. I was friends with Chad long before I started marketing with him. I was a bit skeptical of radio advertising before Chad convinced us to run ads. The advertising's been so successful, we want to help the station grow. We've absolutely loved working with the listeners of AM950, and we all know how extreme extremely important this radio station is to the community. To help AM950 grow this summer, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to follow, engage, share, and interact on the AM950 social media platforms. Together, we can all work to ensure AM950 continues to thrive and grow in our communities. We stand by our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. For a free estimate or more information on our financing, call 612-333-SNAP or check us out online. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be sunny with a high near 85, and tonight mostly clear with a low around 65. Sunday, showers and thunderstorms before 1 p.m. with a high near 79 and a low around 63. Monday will be sunny with a high near 77 and a low around 57. Snap Construction is an A-rated Angie's List Super Service Award-winning contractor that can do roofing, siding, windows, insulation, or deck projects. This locally owned and operated business in Bloomington was the first company to push the lifetime craftsmanship warranty in the metro. Go to snapconstruction.com for a free no-obligation quote. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and I have Tabitha Montgomery as my co-host today. Good morning. Hello, Laurie. Tabitha is the Executive Director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, and today we're talking about the Powderhorn Park Art Fair, which begins next Saturday, August 3rd, and runs through Sunday, August 4th, and you can join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And for more information, you can go to ppna.org. <laughs> we're making sure that that website is front and center. So you've got a lot of shout-outs in this segment for yeah. great people that are supporting us and great companies. I do. So first I want to just give a, a highlight to some of our amazing community sponsors because without some of their additional support, it would be very difficult to put on the show that we do every year. And so Seward Community Co-op is an amazing sponsor and always supportive of the art fair over the past several years. Excel Energy is an amazing partner, and we want to um, give them some love. Actually, 88.5, Jazz 88, is a great community partner, as well as AM950. And how good are we as a radio station that loves our, <laughs> our FM, you yes. know, uh, out there brothers and sisters? That's we exactly. love them, too. We love all the radio. <laughs> That's right. Frostbeard, and we just heard from Roxy, is an amazing community partner and sponsor. Risen Christ Catholic School, which is right in the heart of the neighborhood, 
They're a sponsor of this year's event, um, Minnesota Parent Magazine, Metro Transit, and Driscoll's Fine Berries. So I love all the variety yep. of sponsors that you have. A I mean, lot of people. You've got education. You've got food. You've got energy. You've we got, got media. You know, <laughs> yes. We have a lot of people who um, like to give you love. Love and who value the mm-hmm. Powderhorn Art Fair. Again, it's in its 28th year. It's one of those events that's extremely well organized and um, produced. I mean, and it's certainly not just due to the efforts of myself and our team currently, but this was an event that was started by dedicated um, passionate community artist, and so we are really living on their legacy. The fact that when you show up and it's so serene, and that you don't hear the buzz of generators, mm-hmm. was due to the wisdom and the foresight of the community organizers. And we're just keeping so many of the parts of how they envisioned the art fair alive, because we certainly don't want that to distract from people's experience. And so it's a zero waste event. We have recycling and composting and uh, trash bins throughout the park. And we encourage all of our attendees to sort your trash, help us out, <laughs> right, so that we are doing um, So you're, you're teaching folks, too. <laughs> we, are try- we are trying. And in the spirit of teaching, we also have amazing art demonstrations that occur for people to check out um, as they're there. And some are interactive. So Stephen mm-hmm. B. is a great community partner. They typically have an amazing, like, knitting kind of interactive experience. CAFAC, Chicago Avenue Fire Arts Center, is an a- amazing partner, and they show up, and they have the kill going and they're demonstrating how you can fire up and create amazing pieces of art. And they're actually located just a stone's throw away at the corner of 38th and Chicago, which is just south of where PPNA is officed. So you can kind of get a taste of education, but know if this is something that has uh, sparked no pun intended with killed, but if it is sparked an interest, you can pursue it further with the folks that are there. There's studios, there are educational opportunities. Absolutely. There's a lot to check out. Uh, Powderhorn Empty Bowls will be back. And again, they have an amazing mission in terms of all of their proceeds from the sell of the donations, I should say, of the bowls that you purchased in the, at their November event goes toward a local food shelf and that they designate uh, which one that is every year. So we have an amazing lineup of community partners. Many are longstanding. Some are new. For instance, Organizing for Action. They're going to have a table and they'll be able to chat with people about ways that they can kind of come together and activate around issues that are important to them. So it's going to be an amazing event, not only full of amazing and beautiful pieces of art by extremely talented artists from across the country and certainly here locally, but there's going to be a Again, like you've already mentioned, amazing food vendors. And we have this amazing wine garden that people are definitely (laughs) going to want to check out. And then there's tons of things that people can experience just to kind of linger and take it all in um, before they go on buying more art and eating more food. I have to believe that it's grown over the years. Oh, yeah. And that it started out, I, I remember years and years and years ago, going to some of the first ones. And now it, it seems like it's two or three times the size. Well, gosh, generally speaking, on average, we see close to 20,000 people wow. attend this event over the two days. And so pretty much every hour from the time that it opens at 10 a.m. until on Saturday it closes at 6 and on Sunday it closes at 5, it generally is just an, a significantly steady stream of traffic. So we're right in the heart of South Minneapolis. Again, we're at the Powderhorn Recreation Center located at 3415 15th Avenue South in Minneapolis. Um, there is a lot of street parking, but sometimes you'll have to walk into the park because um, there's not a surface lot. But uh-huh. again, it's a small price and jaunt to pay. Good and exercise. Get your good steps exercise. in. Get your Fitbit on. Your pedometer. on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Rack up those steps. And certainly you'll rack them up by walking around and taking in everything that the fair has to offer. I mean, the Potterhorn Park is 66 acres of beautiful, well-kept, what pristine um, park um, park environment. So it's great. What's your favorite part of the uh, art fair? What do the you people. look for? Yeah, really, just the fact that there are so many people who say yes to coming out and spending their Saturday and their Sunday with us. 
spending their Saturday and Sunday with artists. Like Roxy said, um, being willing to be that first purchaser of a new artist or a well-established artist. Really, it's just the buzz. Like when you walk into the park, it it is a consistent hum of activity. (laughs) And I think I just love seeing that. And people from all walks of life, all backgrounds, both not only from the community, right in the neighborhood, and from all parts of the Twin Cities metro and further, come to experience this event. So I think that that's my favorite part. Well, we have a youth artist that's joining us, Katriel Barnett, and she's online right now. And I understand she is a print and fiber Print, fiber, and leather artist. Yes, she is. And Katriel was with us last year. So this will be her second year joining us as one of the Youth Showcase artists, and we're delighted to have her back. Welcome to the show, Katriel. Thank you so much. So are you excited? Are you ready? Do you have all the things (laughs) that you plan to sell for next week's show ready to go? I do, yes. This week is mainly about pricing and figuring out display pieces and all the excitement is starting to ramp up. So, yeah, definitely. So can you describe for everyone that's listening a little bit about just not only the mediums that you work in, but the types of items that you create? So help them to get a sense of the amazing pieces of art that they could see at your booth. Yeah, of course. So I work in textile art. Um, I've been sewing for six years. Um, some of the things I sew are purses or bags or pillows. I do a lot of accessories and wearable art. Um, I do printmaking on fabric, which is basically a process in which you design your own fabric or prints. And, yeah, I really enjoy just creating things like T-shirts or things like that um, that you can just go ahead and wear and I really think it's really cool to have, like, a statement piece that you can just, like, put on and wear. And other people are like, whoa, what is that? It's so unique. So, so do you wear a I lot of it. your art? I do, yes. Tell, tell me a little bit more about um, your wearable art because that's one of my most favorite things in the world is scarves and jackets and shirts and skirts and all of those cool things. What do you like to create? You said T-shirts, but are there other things that, that you like to create? And what has drawn you to create wearable fiber? Well, I like to create my own designs. I love doing sketches and coming up with new ideas of different designs that actually say something. So the latest jacket I designed with my sewing teacher, um, Maggie at the Sewing Lounge in St. Paul, she was teaching me how to design a biker jacket, but I wanted it to have, like, more of a meaning. So I printed a turtle-like shell in the back because it was just kind of a hint and a nod to the environmental issues um, that happened last winter with the, like, super high frost, Mm -hmm. like, really, um, really fast freeze that we had. So, yeah. Well, I'm looking at the ppna.org website. And what's fun about the website, the way that they've got it set up, is that you can look at all the different types of art that are going to be available. And I see some wearable fiber there of all kinds of cool things. And so I'm definitely going to come talk to you because I <laughs> I have wearable ja- uh, art jackets and skirts and all kinds of things that have been put together and create a statement. And I, I think we're at a time in the world where we're not so much following what's supposedly the fashion trend. But I think we're now much more self-expressive and it gives way for artists to be able to support making statements. And I love the idea of a turtle on the back of a, a biker jacket. <laughs> There's sort Thank of a, you. a nice oxymoron to that too. <laughs> As they speed by with this turtle on their Absolutely. back. Absolutely. But there's also a Native American sense as well because the world is created in some of the, the Native uh, – spirituality on the back of the turtle, that we're all floating, the universe is floating on the back of a turtle, which I I love too. Now, Katriel, um, why don't you uh, just spend a moment and share a little bit with us about how did you decide or what prompted you to begin to become an artist in this way? So you said you've been selling your art for six years and without revealing your age, you're just so that the (laughs) audience knows our youth category is really between 13 to 18 years of age. And so for you to say that you've been selling for six years is quite impressive. But again, tell us a little bit about your journey as an artist. Well, I started selling 
when I was about um, eight years old. So I've been sewing, and then I've been sewing for six years now. But um, I kind of just, when I first started sewing, I went to sew for myself because I really just wanted to create things that, like, nobody else had (laughs) and kind of just another medium, another way to kind of express um, some of the things I really love to do. So that was kind of what I was drawn to at first. And then I was really... I, what I really want to get into is more wearable art and fashion. So I have T-shirts and things like that that are going to be at the art show, but more um, kind of statement pieces, more art show pieces that are kind of like really wacky and things like that. So I'm going to be working on some of those pieces. But, yeah, I started and I've kind of been able to grow, especially I'd say the past two years I've grown a lot in my sewing experience and just I've had like numerous people have reached out and being oh can you come to my shop can you come help me with this and I want to teach you this and that was amazing and just a lot of great people have influenced me so yeah I have another question for you Katria if folks just fall in love with your art and they want to have you do a piece for them do you take on orders from folks so that you can design work for them I do, yeah. I do take custom work and custom orders. I haven't had any huge custom orders lately. Usually it's um, a bag or something like that. But I am going to be taking on some more involved custom orders and things like that. So, yeah, if I'm approached personally, I will definitely take custom orders. So, yes. Katriot, we are so excited to see you again at this year's Art Fair next weekend. Again, August 3rd and 4th for everyone that's listening. We are super excited that you took an opportunity to kind of call in and chat with us this morning. And all the best to you next week at the show and in all of your artistic endeavors. And Katriot, oh, so. I'm going to make a special hello. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so be watching for me. I'm, com- I'm okay, coming by I your wearable art. <laughs> We'll look forward to seeing you then. And you're listening to Connections Radio Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Stay with us and learn more about how wonderful the Powderhorn Park Art Fair is. And we'll be right back. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the East Side's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the East Side Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and Powderhorn Park are thrilled to invite you to the Powderhorn Art Fair. Shop hundreds of local and regional artists on serene Powderhorn Lake. Taste foods from local food trucks and enjoy exploring the Powderhorn community. Considered the best regionally juried art fair for nearly three decades, it takes place right in South Minneapolis in picture-perfect Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd and runs through Sunday, August 4th. Join the fun from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The success of the art fair comes from Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association's long-standing collaboration with the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board. And a portion of the proceeds support youth programming at Powderhorn Park. There'll be over 200 artists, 20 food trucks, and great fun at Powderhorn Park. The Powderhorn Park Art Fair begins Saturday, August 3rd and runs through Sunday, August 4th. For more information on the art fair, go to ppna.org. That's ppna.org. Crazy about pets? We are too. The Pet Connection Show is a great venue for fun, informative, and creative conversations about pets. Join myself, Kathy Menard, and Dr. Nicole Parole, along with guests who are leaders in the dynamic and growing pet industry, as we discuss healthcare, relationships, behaviors, and even political issues as they relate to our pets. So come, sit, stay for the Pet Connection Show, Sundays 11 a.m. to noon on AM 950 Radio, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Do you suffer from anxiety about the current state of politics? Are you confused or easily angered by the president? It's my party and I'll lie if I want to, lie if I want to. Do you have an overwhelming feeling that something is going terribly wrong with the country, but don't know if Democrats are the answer? If you just stick with me, with Democrats, we'll quickly see. Seize 
defeat from jaws of victory. Taxes then. Join us then. We will screw it up again. You can't control what happens in Washington, D.C., but you can take command over how it affects you by coming to see the Capitol Steps. The Capitol Steps can provide relief from political anxiety disorder. So ask your doctor if the Capitol Steps are right for you. The Capitol Steps. They put the muck in democracy. Capital Steps brings their show to the Ordway on Friday, August 9th at 7.30. Purchase tickets at ordway.org. That's ordway.org. We're back back with Connections Radio Show, and we're we're talking about the commercials that got us going. Yes, we love those commercials, and yes, sometimes sometimes our day-to-day has a little bit of anxiety (laughs) on the Liberal Radio Connections Radio Show. Yes. So good morning. This is Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and I've got the magnificent Tabitha Montgomery as my co-host today. Well, thank you very much, Lori. And she is the executive director for the Potterhorn Park Neighborhood Association and is here today to talk about their wonderful art fair. It's amazing. And so I think that one of the things that I want to definitely make sure to highlight are some of the things that makes this event a little bit accessible. So again, one of our sponsors and partners is Metro Transit. And if you go to our website, they're offering a free what they call Art Pass. And so you can simply download a pass for you to ride free um, the entire day, specifically to the art fair and that other art fair that I guess I'll go ahead and mention, <laughs> but the Uptown Art Fair, uh-huh. again, because it makes such a vibrant community, is also happening next weekend. And oh. so you can go between both. Um, so that's something that definitely is to be highlighted. Um, it's in a park setting. So we have our entire lot, the surface lot that's adjacent to the park building is reserved um, for handicap accessible parking. Um, And so if you have your sign and your permit, you are going to be able to be uh, directed into that area if, in fact, a stall is still open. Um, There is tons of street parking in the community, in the neighborhood, and our community is very familiar with this event. You know, so I'm sure in some aspects it's all love, but then a little bit of a annoyance for our neighbors. So please be kind as you come into the community. We need to be respectful. Exactly. And we love art and we love community, but we also want to represent respect. Exactly. Keep in mind that people live there, but we definitely think that this is an event that you should check out. And again, we open next Saturday at 10 a.m. And on Saturday, it closes at 6. And on Sunday, it opens again at 10 a.m. and closes at 5 p.m. But we have over or close to 300 artists. We have amazing art groups that will be there um, that you should also check out, which is right next to the community showcase. We have youth artists. We have close to 200 what we call main exhibitors who kind of wrap around beautiful Powderhorn Lake. And so there's just a lot to take in. So if you go to your our website, www.ppna.org, you can uh, check out all the things to help you plan your trip. I wanted to also piggyback on what you were saying about accessibility. Uh, there's a statement on your website that I was drawn to um, that you welcome, the PPNA welcomes the opportunity to make reasonable accommodation for those with disabilities. And if we, if someone would like to have um, those accommodations, you just need to submit your request at least three days prior to the fair. Um, and that it, they're encouraging a phone call. So the phone call is 612-722-4817. So if you have a disability and you're feeling like that would keep you from being at the fair, this is a place that welcomes and supports and acknowledges and makes accommodations and it will be a day worth remembering. Absolutely. And honestly, it's one of those things that if you just have a question about um, navigating the park. Um, if it's a physical disability, we are definitely here to answer questions. We certainly understand that some of our what we would consider our mobile porter potties do not work for everyone. So if you need indoor access to a restroom, we can provide that into the park building. Um, there's any number of things that we can do or, or an attempt to provide to ensure that you have an amazing and wonderful time at the fair. Some of the things that I think are fun about going to art fair are going back to see some of the artists that you have uh, purchased from in the past. Yes. It becomes sort of a reunion. <laughs> this is an art family reunion. Um, and there is, as we talked with our, our first guest, uh, about the sense of community amongst artists. Um, it's very welcoming. And it, if, if you 
are not sure about whether or not you want to buy art and you just want to walk around, that's fine. But I want to encourage you to take an extra moment to look at the art because when you buy art from community, you're investing in the community. You're recognizing that this art is important and giving artists the opportunity to to make a living. And to create economic opportunity. And there are certainly local artists that are in the um, main exhibitor area. So those are the tents that wrap around beautiful Lake Powder in Powderhorn um, Park. But also there's 28 um, local artists within the community showcase area. And those are a lot of the artists that this might be their first show or they're just getting started and thinking about how to present and sell their their artistry across maybe tw- we we have artists that represent 20 different mediums right so whether it be clay or wearable fiber or acrylic painting or watercolor painting you know you name it we have art that will represent not only something that you're probably looking for for those collectors that are out there but if you're just starting to uh, begin your interest right into what types of art sparks your fancy, there's going to be something that at this particular art fair, you're going to certainly fall in love with. And a special encouragement that we got from Roxy earlier in the show was, if if possible, take this as an opportunity to buy art from a first-time art seller. Um, trust me, you will be thrilled not only with the art but you'll be thrilled with the reaction of an artist that blooms in front of you with the excitement of having their art be recognized and cherished and purchased. Yep. Um, it's a great affirmation. It's a great way to, to say, we believe in you. You know, and again, what makes it uh, wonderful for us as a nonprofit and as a community-centered organization is that the proceeds, right, that we have been able to or that we drive from this event goes to support our overall programming. It goes to support some youth programming that happens right there at the park. It helps to accelerate our advocacy work and the other events and stuff that allows us to connect over 50,000 people um, in an annual year. So by you not only coming out and supporting amazing artists, both locally and nationally, you also have this an amazing opportunity to help support Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, who we believe is, you know, up to good stuff and doing amazing work in support of building a more vibrant, connected and healthy community overall. One more time. It's next Saturday, August 3rd, runs through Sunday, August 4th. And you can join the fund from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday and 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. I also want to do a quick shout out for your next show and next event. Yes. (laughs) And that'll be in November. No, October. October 19th. Our Neighborhood Association stays busy and we will be hosting our first annual Powderhorn culinary arts show. That's right. It is going to be an amazing time. We're going to be featuring close to two dozen local chefs or cooks um, or just culinary badasses and geniuses (laughs) who are going to be serving up one amazing dish and or beverage apiece. The the event is free and there will be a beer garden um, brought to you by Finnegan's Brew Co. and a whole bunch of other amazing experiences. So save the date and continue to look for more information about the Powderhorn Culinary Art Show, all of which you can find just like the Powderhorn Art Fair at www.ppna.org. And we're so glad you've joined us today and made the connection. And we hope to see you next week at the Powderhorn Park Art Fair. <laughs>